Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast is created for hungry entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, personal development resources, and actionable tips. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What's happening, Inspire Nation? This is episode number 67, Start With Vision, with Isaiah Fowler. What is happening, my friends? This is Jason Wright, your host, coming at you with another great episode of the show. Before we jump into the conversation with Isaiah, I want to start off the challenge right away. I want you guys to think about your businesses and ask yourself, do you proceed with what you do every day with your vision in mind? Does your day start with a vision? Did your business start with a vision? Are you remaining focused by thinking about your vision now? All things to think about, all things that we're going to get into at a greater level on the conversation between Isaiah and myself today, but just things I wanted to throw at you, get your wheels turning, get you in the right mindset for what's coming for you. It's so important though. It's huge. Even outside of entrepreneurship and business, just with life in general, if you have no vision, how do you know where you're going? How do you know if you're headed in the right direction? How do you have any frame of reference of where you've you've come from? All things to think about. All right, let's check out the conversation that I had with Isaiah, and I'll talk to you again after we get done with that part of the show. What's happening, everybody? I've got another awesome guest with me this week. I've got Isaiah Fowler. He is Mr. Starts With a Vision from Starts With a Vision. And let me tell you a little bit about him. He is an entrepreneur. He's a podcast host himself, just hitting 200 episodes in a year. Is that correct? Yeah, 200 episodes. It's a, it's a lot of work. Good <laughs> God. This is only 67 for me, so that's awesome, man. And he is a blogger as well. Thank you for coming to the show, my friend. Hey, no problem. Thank you for having me as well. I appreciate it. No problem. So I saw something on your, I think it was your About page. It really caught my attention. I want to talk about it real quick as soon as, uh, as, soon as we get going. Mm-hmm. Um, starts with a vision is a lifestyle and a mindset. Some, mm-hmm. Something that I say a lot about this show. Tell me about that. Tell me what that means. Um, I, I was, uh, previously I was in the military back in 20, I went in 2010, got out 2014. And I remember I used to be at work and I'd be so pissed off. And so I would, I would sit at work. I was a cop, right? And, and I would sit at, at these little gates and, and I would be checking ID cards and I would just literally like visualize my life. Like, what life do I want to live? Because I knew this isn't what I wanted to do forever. And so I literally would like visualize what I wanted my life to look like. And it's crazy because now like things happen, not how you want them to happen, but they kind of do manifest into like what you wanted. And so it's it's like that proved to me that like this was all a lifestyle. So you know, just kind of like what Napoleon said, Napoleon Hill says, visualizing everything and it'll come to fruition. Right. So like if you just live your life visualizing, then certain things will happen. Right. And that's why entrepreneurship 
is a lifestyle as well. Like it's a mindset. It's not a, a job or a career. It's a way of living. So starts with the vision also is a way of it is a way of living. Absolutely. You cut, you hit on a few things there and you'll find that as this show goes forward, you have no idea what I'm going to ask you, but there's no mm-hmm. trick questions and I let it flow organically. You just hit on three or four things that I want to talk about, but I got to pick one. So do you find that entrepreneurship is kind of the buzzword, something everybody wants to be these days? A hundred percent. And it's very, very annoying <laughs> because um, I was, you know, an entrepreneur before people, you know, before it was put on Instagram and stuff like that. Like I just started coming out online because I just felt like I had a message, but I wasn't like running around screaming entrepreneurship and do this and do that because I just wanted a life that I wanted. Right. Like it wasn't because I wanted to go sell some course and and, uh, make a million dollars in 30 days. Like that's not why I just wanted to be free. But, you know, I think it comes from um, just like where you come from. Right. So my my perspective and where I was coming from was a sense of just I just wanted freedom. I I didn't care what it looked like. I didn't care about um, 150 likes and all that stuff. I just wanted to be free. And so I wasn't really like going around saying, hey, go do this, go do this. But I think now it's just because people understand that they can sell information. And so if they can get people to uh, be enticed to what they do, then they know that they can make money off of selling information, which is why entrepreneurship is now becoming so trendy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you about the the title to your business. Uh, Mm -hmm. Think back to that moment where you were like, man, I got to do something I got to do something on my own. When did starts with a vision specifically? When did that come to you? Do you remember that moment? Um, Kind of. Yeah, it was back in 2014 when I had just moved to Atlanta from Germany um, because when I was enlisted, I was overseas in Germany. And so it was like I was kind of just playing with words. And then I came up with like suave SWAV and I said it and I just kind of like, you know, I got a shirt made and that was it. Like there was no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have an online brand. None of that, you know? So when I got to Atlanta, I just got into real estate and I just put starts with a vision on the back burner, right? Like I created an entity, but that was it. And then it was like, it was when I was really, really, really like I was getting ready to, I was getting ready to go through a divorce and I was like, man, like this sucks. And so then it was kind of like real estate wasn't picking up at all. And so you know, it was kind of slow. And so I've been so low. I've been very, very low at points. I remember I was so broke. (laughs) I used to eat sleep for dinner, right? Like (laughs) it was not fun. And so, you know, at at one point I didn't even have gas to go, you know, look at property. So I was like, yo, I need to find something that I could do to feel productive at home without having to leave the house. And that's when I had started like making YouTube videos. And then I started the podcast a few months after So, you know, my podcast really started off um, me talking to myself, me speaking life to me. Right. It was it was me reminding me that I was valuable, that I wasn't stupid, that I wasn't broke, that I wasn't a bum. So that's kind of like how it started. And then I I finally took action on it a few a few years later. But it had it took certain things for me to go through in order for me to really, really get to that point where I just wanted to do this. You know, the advantage that you have, you have actual life experience with struggle. Oh, yeah. I know so many entrepreneurs or or just people in general 
that want to give you advice on struggle, but they've never been through anything on their own. And here's why their, their parents or their family have never allowed them to feel the pain of anything, which is a huge disadvantage for them. Because they're not going to be, they're not going to be fighters, you know. Right. If you think of a lion that grew up in Africa, you know, two or three years after he's born, he's going to eat what he wants to eat and take care of himself nicely. By the same token, if you take a lion that you raised in captivity and released him, he's probably not going to live long. So he's going to have no idea how to hunt or fight. Exactly. It's really the same thing. So, no, I love that, man. I love uh, your story. I love what you're saying because. Uh, from my standpoint, I know I'm talking to, you know, my kind of entrepreneur, the guy that's been through some things. I've been at that gas station pump before car won't start because <laughs> it's empty, no money at all. And <laughs> believe it or not, I looked on top of the gas pump and there's a little wad of cash and some coins up there and it was just enough to get me home. So, uh, I don't think that was coincidence, but you certainly have to go through that stuff to try to find those opportunities where other people see obstacles, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I remember times where, you know, I spent $10 on gas, but it really costed me 40 because of an overdraft charge. But I was like, I don't care. I need this $10 in the tank. Right. And that was the most expensive $10, you know, gas pumping I I, I had to go through. But, you know, that's just a journey. Like I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't trade any of my shortcomings, my downfalls or anything for anything, because without those, I wouldn't be able to speak so confidently how I do now to this day. Absolutely. Well, you had a page on your website that I really liked. I think it's called Resources. Um, and he and basically, for everybody listening, he's got books on there that have really made a big impact. Um, my show knows I'm a reader as well. And you had three books on there that are in my personal library that have helped mold me to this point as well. Think and Grow Rich, which you've already referenced. The mm-hmm. Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. And mm-hmm. my personal favorite of all time, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm. Talk to us about the importance of personal development. I talk to young entrepreneurs or new entrepreneurs all the time, and they don't seem to take that piece seriously, and Mm. they wonder why they never get past a very basic level. Right. Yeah, um, it it literally starts with your mind. Like Before you make $10, you need to have a $10 mindset, right? Before you make $10,000, you need to be at a – a level mentally at $10,000. And so um, when I was in the military back in, I started working on myself in 2011, right? Like I just started reading books and, you know, I've been working on myself. I was working on myself three, four, three and a half years before I even like got out and started my business. I would wake up. I remember I had to be at work at like 1 PM. I work uh, like swing shift. I was waking up at 6 AM watching Will Smith interviews, listening to uh, uh, Dale Carnegie, um, Les Brown, all these people, Jim Rohn, and then I would go to the gym and I would just be obsessed with this way of thinking because it was so new and refreshing to me. And, you know, I just drowned myself in that space. And so I already had a spirit about myself. But just when I when I add personal development to my spirit, I feel like that's kind of what molded me into me today. But if you don't have the, the mental capacity to uh, stick in the fight, and never give up and, and understand that, you know, you lead with relationships and not about money and, and chase opportunity and don't chase money and stuff like that. If you don't understand those things, then you just are not going to be successful and, you know, you're not going to come across a, as genuine. So you really need to learn how to how to fine tune uh, who you are as a person and your skills, because if you can fine tune who you are, then you can really, really be the best, best, best version of yourself. Right. 
It's like it's like you have a Corvette, and yeah, it's fast, but let's give it a tune up and let's uh you know give it some brakes and then let's do um you know put a new Cadillac converter on it and it's gonna go even faster. So that's kind of like what personal development is gonna do for you. Yep, absolutely. And you said something on there that makes me so happy that I, I thought about screaming, but then I realized I'd wake up my whole family and then think there's a problem. <laughs> You're obsessed with success. I love yeah. that, man. I don't see that every day. I like that that true, uncontrollable, unrestrainable fire for it. You know, you, you like you said, man, it's got to be fueled by passion. You know, if it's not fueled by passion, I will tell you from firsthand experience in big failure, it's not going to work out for you. Absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, you have to be you have to be excited even when you haven't gotten paid for two months. Right. Like that's a reality of entrepreneurship. I remember I have I did not get any type of money for two months. I was in the very beginning phases and I was just figuring it out. And you have to put a whole bunch of sweat equity into your business, your company, your journey before you can even make money. Right. Even if you go work a job, if you start today, you're not getting paid tomorrow. Like you have to, you know, go through the, like like the work cycle to to get good in in terms of like your hours and stuff like that. I think they call it like two three weeks in a hole or something like that. Yeah. Like you have to work before you get paid. So why do you think that in entrepreneurship you're going to make money before you even work? That's a like great. That, that's that, a great that, point, man. That doesn't happen. So you know you have to just be willing to starve for your dreams, right? You have to be willing to go broke. You have to be willing to uh, be hungry. You know, those nights when you, you're you're looking at the ceiling, um, stomach is, is touching your ribs, like all of that stuff. You have to be willing to go through that. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but that is a very, very real possibility, right? Because entrepreneurship is so, you can't predict it. It's unpredictable. Anything goes. And anything can happen to anyone. So you just have to be willing to go through whatever your journey is. And if you go through whatever your journey is, then I promise you on the back, the backside, the back end of it, it's all going to be worth it. But a lot of people aren't able to go through that at all. We live in a world with a bunch of wimps, don't we? Nobody can take anything anymore. No, no, because at the, because at the end of the day, people have been... Um, be, they become very sensitive to reality, right? Because they look on their phones and they see this pseudo life, this pseudo way of living. And they see that somebody posted a, a picture on Facebook and they did six figures in their business. So they say, oh, I'm going to go become an entrepreneur. But they don't realize that that person lost six figures before they made it, right? I know I have. I've lost a lot of money. And I'm talking about a lot of money and it's been the most painful. But at the end of the day, you don't lose money to not ever make it back. <laughs> but a lot of people lose it and then they quit. So they don't ever get to that point where they make it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, when you lose a lot of money, I imagine, or I'll speak from experience again, you learn how not to do that again. I mean, you know, sometimes the best teacher is that real painful experience. So that's the point, you know? Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I really like when I see something out of the box as far as a business opportunity. So talk to me about boxer briefs and business lending. Where'd that come from? But oh, oh, oh! See, this is the thing about that. Um, that right there, my web developer messed up, and it's weird because on some on some people's phones, it goes to it goes to um, 
my my other website, but that's not my website. Like that's some other brand. So I don't know what's going on with like <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I don't know what's going on with the with the host or whatever. But some people it goes to my website. It's just like shirts and stuff like that, and it has like my my inspirational mixtape on it. But that I know what you're talking about. But that is like. I don't know where that came from. So you don't sell boxer briefs? No, not at all. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, man, that's (laughs) an interesting mix. I got to hear about that. (laughs) No, that's all good. I don't know why it it does that, though. Like, technology is very interesting sometimes. Okay. But you are doing business lending. Yes, 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 yes. That is so cool. How'd you get into that? Um, Basically, a relationship. So when I I first moved to Atlanta, I was given the opportunity to get um, some lines of credit right? Some business lines of credit. And so my, I was young, I was naive. I was 23 at the time. And so this guy, he was like, yeah, you know, I could get you about a thousand dollars lines of credit. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Cause I'm in real estate. So I understood leverage and I could turn that 68 into, you know, 200, et cetera, et cetera. So I went through the program. I ended up paying $6,000 and I only got like 30 something thousand dollars. So let's just say I got 30. If I got 30, I only got 24 because I paid six. Right. And then all those loan, all those credit cards were in my personal name when they were supposed to be in my business name. And I was pissed off. It really messed up my credit. And it was just a very, very interesting situation. And that kind of is what led to a lot of my rock bottom experiences. And so um, ever since then, I learned the right way it should be done. Right. Like nobody should ever have to go and pay money to get lines of credit. So when I realized that I got duped and I got kind of like scammed by this guy, I said, whenever I get into a position, I will never do that to anybody. So now I built a relationship with the institution and now we offer business funding, but it's the right way, right? So you don't have to pay anything until you get your money and it's based off of performance. So that's how that kind of came about. But um, I'm I'm not gonna promote anything that I don't know about or that I'm not educated on, or that I haven't like really experienced. And when I tell you I was supposed to get six to eight thousand dollars in in a business line of credit, and I didn't, and it was in personal in my personal name, and it was way less than what I thought it was going to be, and then I had to pay money to get that. Like that's what I've really gone through. Yeah, he you know? took you to the cleaners, man. Yeah, <laughs> look, and, and it's funny because like I wouldn't even like not have gone through that again. Like if I, if I had to, I would go through it again, but there were some signs that I should have kind of, you know, took heed of, but I was young. I was very eager and anxious. So that was kind of why I made the decisions that I made, but you know, hindsight, of course, you know, we understand and we know what our mistakes were, but he definitely got me. Well, I like the fact you're doing something about it and you're saying, you know what, I'm in the driver's seat now. We're not going there. We're not doing that stuff. And you're keeping people safe and pointed in the right direction. So that's good stuff. Yeah, big time. It's very important. Well, Isaiah, I want you to give my audience, Inspire Nation, three tips about identifying vision for their own life. Because I agree with you, man. If you don't have vision, you know, it's like closing your eyes and running as hard as you can. I don't know where you're going to end up, but it's not going to go well because you're going to eventually fall or run into something. So uh, give us three tips about identifying that vision. Um, just in terms of vision, don't – it has to be um, – like, like, for example, you have to love yourself or love somebody else or whatever, right? Because if you're not in love with with a reason, 
or an idea of why you want to do something, your vision is not going to happen or it's not going to be strong enough because you're not going to really care. Right. So that's like the first one, I guess you can say, is actually do it for a real reason and not just because somebody else, some extrinsic factor is like saying, hey, go do this or go do that. Right. And the second one is um, you really, really, really have to be willing to once you see that vision, you have to be willing to go through everything that comes with it. A lot of times people say, I want to be successful. I want to do this. I want to do that. But once they, you know, once they, they hit that, that, that rocky phase, it's like they quit, but they don't realize that when you say you want to succeed, you're really saying that you want to fail, right? Because without failure, you're not going to see success at any level. I'm not talking about making a billion dollars. I'm talking about making your first sale. Right. Like you have to set up for if you have a if you have an e-commerce store, you're going to have to set up that store. If you get frustrated in just setting up the store, you're not even going to get your first sale, let alone get <laughs> 20 sales a month yeah, or a day. So you have to be willing to go through every single thing that comes with what it is you want to you. You know, what I mean, you want you say that you want. It's so easy to say, I want this. I want that. But it's so much harder to go through and prove that you want it, right? Absolutely. And the other thing, the last thing I guess you could say just about vision is dream big. Like there are no limits. I, I was just listening to this book called The Art of Nonconformity. And um, it's just talking about a guy pretty much. He was working in corporate and he him and his wife were like, had moved to China and they started a business and he just has been like this nomad for the past like 10 years. And a lot of times, not a lot of people can fathom something like that, right? Like they can't fathom going to live in Cambodia and then flying to, uh, you know, Thailand and going to Australia. They can't fathom that. So dream big, like dream bigger than your current circumstance. Like go be a kid again. Go be free. Go, go go believe that everything that you were not taught is possible. Like dream big because at the end of the day, you can't be 20 years old again, ever. So why do you want to waste your time doing things that you don't want to do? Like deep down, like you don't want to do this, but you feel like you have to because society is saying this or you've been conditioned to think this way. No, I no, forget all of that. Whatever goal, dream you have, whatever vision you have, yes, you I'm giving you the 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 permission per se right now to know that that's true. I'm giving you that validation like, yo, you can do that. Whatever it is, it don't matter what it is. If you want to create a company making bookshelves and you want to make 900,000 a year, you can do that. Like no matter what type of bookshelf or whatever. I was reading an article on this guy. He was, he makes, uh, he draws on bananas and he like dresses them up and he's making a hundred thousand a year. Like, come on now. <laughs> that, that's, that's insane. But that's the world that we live in. So dream big. Absolutely. That's beautifully well said, my friend. I appreciate that. I just, I, I just think people need to really, really harness, um, the power of their, their desires. Like don't downplay what you want in life. I agree with you. One thing you said I just have to emphasize because I I say it all the time, and I'm glad somebody else gets it. Stop worrying about what other people think. 
so, right. so tired of hearing about people that won't make moves because they're worried about what people think. And the people they're worried about have accomplished nothing themselves. That's the thing. You know, That's why would you take swimming advice from somebody who's never gotten the water? It doesn't make any sense. It's no exactly. different than business. If you've exactly. done nothing, no offense, but I don't care what your opinions are. It doesn't I've, have any value to me. Stop, stop wasting my time. You know, I can't tell you. Uh, I, I got it again this week. Somebody gave me business advice on what they think I need to be doing, and they, and they have no business of their own. And I literally can't take it seriously. I'm starting to giggle while they're talking. You can't. No, you I'm like, take I literally said, what, what are we doing right now? Right. What are Just we wasting time? Yeah. Why are you talking to me about this? Wasting time and breath. You know, <laughs> I remember when uh, me and me and my ex, we were uh, we had, I had a, bought a house. Right. It was a nice house. Two story, four bedroom. It was it was nice. Three thousand square feet. But um, we ended up moving into a one bedroom apartment. And so a few people were calling me stupid, right? Like, oh, you're dumb, um, blah, blah, blah. But we turned that same house into a rental property, and it was making $900 a month in cash flow, like on top of the mortgage. And so it was funny to me because the, a few people that were talking about me, criticizing me, they have no rental properties. So I'm like, why in the hell would I listen to you calling me stupid about downsizing when this house is going to make almost $1,000 a month? Like that's counterproductive for me to listen to you and you're not in the position that I, I strive to be in. I don't want to be like you. So I can care less what you have to say about me. Yeah. I'm going to go further in life than you are. I know that. I can guarantee you that. Just give it some time and watch. And I, if you guys listening remember nothing else from the show, remember what he just said because that is that is gold. I feel like I should pay you for that. That's really good stuff, man. <laughs> It's just real life experiences, you know, and yep. I've had to, I've had to to learn these things kind of like without any type of validation. Like I've had to be my own validation on my journey because I didn't have that person in my ear kind of like, OK, this is you are right in your thinking. Right. I had to validate my own thinking. And that's always been a challenge for me. So that's why I just I'm I just don't care. Like I will live the life that I want to live. I don't care what people think about me. You know, I'm not, a, I don't wear suits. I just don't care. I'm going to be free. I'm going to be me. And the people who like me are going to like me. And the people who don't, then they could go, you know, wherever they go. Cause I really don't care. Yeah. I'm with you. I always say I'll stop when I get to where I want to go or I die. Exactly. Yeah, Seriously. Like, those are the, that, the two outcomes I see. That's life to me. Yep. <laughs> like Exactly. It's one or the other. You're either going to like who I am and what I talk about or you're not. I'm not going to beg you to like me or believe what I believe. It's a 7 billion people on this planet. Like, come Absolutely. On. Well, let me ask you this. Where is your vision taking you from where you are today? Where are mm -hmm. you going from here? Um, I, honestly, I'll say this. I really don't know where I'm going. And I only say that because life is so unpredictable and different opportunities may arise and it may be something completely different from what I thought, but what I can say is the plan is, from from my perspective, is to continue to grind every single day like I've been doing, but even at a higher level, I'm working on my discipline, right? I, I wake up now between 4.30 and 5 every morning, and I, I'm working on um, creating more systems and creating um, um, just like, like a better, more structure in my life, right? Because as entrepreneurs... 
Um, we're fed this lie like you're free. You get to do whatever you want. So what does that make you do? It makes you wake up at 7 a.m., kind of be lackadaisical. No. Right. So now what I'm doing is really like structuring my days like a lot more, like very intensely so that I can accomplish more. And in turn, what that's going to do is it's going to increase productivity and allow um, the brand to, to look more even more high quality and more valuable and in turn higher level opportunities are going to come and so um we're looking to do a conference at the end of the year and that's what i'm very excited about and also um i've really been toying with the idea of starting a luxury um, sunglasses company but you know that's kind of like up in the era as well but just really grinding it out and continuing to grow and continuing to just spread the message of everything you do in life. It starts with the vision and building this online brand. Very nice. Very, very nice. Um, switching gears for a moment, mm -hmm. who would you most like to have on your podcast as a guest and why? Um, ah, I know, I know one person, um, it's, it's between two people, right? And they kind of like go hand in hand and I'll tell you why, but um, one of them is Jonah Berger, right? He wrote the book Contagious. And then also um, Nipsey Hussle. And he's a rapper and he's from L.A. And I say this because um, those two guys, oh, and Ryan Leslie as well. I'm sorry. Those three guys right there, um, they've been an integral part of my um, uh, involvement, I guess you can say, in my journey because um, Nipsey Hussle is a rapper and he came out with a, a mixtape, as rappers do, but he sold the mixtape for $100. And then he said he got that idea from Jonah Berger reading Jonah Berger's book, Contagious. So I went to go read the book and I was just, I was like, this book is like so amazing. It was crazy. And so um, Nipsey Hussle also used this app that Ryan Leslie created. And so when I came out with my inspirational mixtape, right, um, I did the exact same thing that they did. I had the app. I sold it for $50 and I only did 50 copies and I sold out. And, um, you know, it was because of Jonah Berger, Nipsey Hussle and Ryan Leslie. So like, I really, one of my goals is to get all three of them on there. I'm um, not on the same day, of course, but you know, um, different times just because I look up to them and I've learned so much from them. Very nice. Very nice. Um, awesome, man. Um, if somebody would like to check out what you do or get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do so? Um, if you want to just kind of check out what, what we're doing, just go to startswithavision.com. But if you want to get in contact with me, just shoot me a text message at 678-841-7928. Um, that's, the, that's the easiest way. I'm not going to, like, drown you with all my social media and stuff. So startswithavision.com or shoot me a text at 678-841-7928. Brave man. I appreciate you coming on the show, my friend. Hey, no problem. I appreciate your time as well. All right. Take care. All right. You too. All right, we are back, my friends. Isaiah, appreciate it, sir. I will see you on your own show soon. Well, if you guys wanted to get the show notes for this episode, you can do so at your convenience by going to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 67. And, of course, you can use that same format for any of the past or future shows as well. Um, I would love for you guys to go to iTunes, subscribe to the show, and leave us a review. Just one or two of you leave a review. It doesn't have to be a lot of you. Just a few of you. Just take two or three minutes to help us out there. That would be awesome. I want to tell you guys, um, the Inspire Nation Insider, it's the, the email list that 
gives you access, obviously, to those and all the free resources that we have. That is about to become a much sweeter deal. We've got another course that we are finishing up here real soon called Secrets to Maintain a Positive Mindset that I think a lot of you will find value in. It spills out uh, outside of entrepreneurship a little bit, but it definitely applies to entrepreneurship as well. And it ties in nicely to what we're talking about on the show today. So if you guys think you might be interested in taking advantage of that, go ahead and jump on the email list now and you'll be ready as soon as we release that, which will be in a couple weeks or less. So check that out. Well, I'm telling you what, I want to tell you everything that I know, but in May we have some phenomenal guests coming. We've had some phenomenal guests this year already, including the one today, but we have some really, really, really big names coming in May. So big that it doesn't even seem real, but it's exciting, guys. It's exciting. I love bringing people to you from all walks of life. I love showing you people that overcome struggle, that follow their passion, and have inspiration that can be taken from their journey. That's what this is all about. This is showing you that everyday people can become extraordinary by doing the same things that you and I can do. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes resilience. It takes the support of a nation. That's why you're here. And it takes focus and resources and support. So that's why we do everything that we do. As always, I appreciate your ear. We will catch up with you next week. You won't want to miss any shows. Trust me. Uh, See you soon, guys. Thanks for listening to Intentionally Inspirational. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or check us out on SoundCloud. To check out all of our resources for your startup business success, visit our website at intentionallyinspirational.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week.